Your Heart Grow podcast is a place for anyone who wants room at the table and is ready to open themselves to seeing the world a little bit differently. Now it's time to let your heart grow. Hello, friends. This is Allison Sherman, and you are here for my first official podcast. I am so excited, nervous, thrilled, and all of the other emotions that you have chosen to be here with me today. Thank you. I thought it would take time in this first episode to introduce myself to each of you and then tell you what led me to start Let Your Heart Grow. I wasn't sure what you'd want to know about me, so I decided to start with the basics. I'm a single mom who works a full-time job during the day sitting at a desk. My nights loving on my two crazy daughters, and in my spare time, I'm simply trying to live a life that would make my savior proud. I was born in Aurora, Colorado to a single mom who was a member of the United States Army. My early childhood was spent between living with my mom at various places around the United States or spending months at a time with my grandparents at their home in upstate New York. I had a childhood that was full of learning and imagination. I hated to wear shoes and I tried to go barefoot, much to my mother's dismay. And I carried a 110 camera everywhere I went taking pictures of the things that fascinated me, or at least as many as 24 frames of film would allow. Most of the time you could find me somewhere reading a book, or I would be playing dress up and dancing around my backyard, pretending to be Maria from The Sound of Music. I wanted to be friends with characters like Mary Poppins, Anne Shirley, Charlotte the Spider, and the Pevensey siblings in the land of Narnia. It was a good childhood full of family and friends and wonderful memories. There are a few specific things that happened during my childhood, the play into why I am doing this podcast. So I would like to take a moment to expand on those. The first is that at the age of nine, the army sent my mom to Ludwigsburg, Germany for her next assignment. There was just something about being in Germany that spoke to my soul. I think it was, you know, everything from the beautiful green countrysides, the amazing food, the flaky pastries, going to the little candy shops with all their variety of sweets, the beautiful cathedrals and castles, riding trains everywhere. In the three years we lived in Germany, we had many opportunities to travel to the nearby countries and see places all over Europe, including Austria, Switzerland, France, Italy, Liechtenstein, the Netherlands, and more. We even visited England, and each place was so different from each other, from the language to the culture, yet there was something similar and very familiar. These experiences instilled in me a love of people and places and the desire to learn and experience all that those around me could teach me. It is probably why I still love to travel. The next is that at the age of seven, while living in Maryland, my mom started looking for a new church for us to attend. Until that point, I had been raised in a denomination of Baptist, and I was attending Bible study. I went to Bible camp during the summers. I loved the stories from the Bible of Moses, Noah, Esther, Jonah. 
well, when she was trying to find a place, she decided to talk to her co-workers. And one told her that he knew a church that she could try. And we decided to go. It was the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. My mother was straightforward when the missionaries were introduced to us, that she wanted to take her time and she would not be rushed. I knew immediately that I liked what they were sharing. I would steal their flip charts and I'd retell the stories of Joseph Smith and the restored gospel. My young heart knew what they were sharing was true. I was baptized at the age of eight as a member of the church. That decision has been one of the most impactful decisions of my life. I had a testimony of the gospel, but I had a great love for my Savior. And all decisions since then have been impacted by that love of my Savior. And this is what led our family to move to Utah when my mom retired. I wanted to go to school at the University of Utah, and so my mom decided that that would be the place for us to go. That particular dream took a little bit of a detour that I'll expand on in a moment. Instead, I ended up attending Snow College in Ephraim, Utah. Then after leaving Snow, I was called to serve as a full-time missionary for the church in the Indiana-Indianapolis Mission. After my mission, I started to wonder what it was I wanted to do with my life. I really didn't know what career was right. So I started doing jobs in administrative type positions like secretaries, admin assistants, um, specialists, and things like that. And then in my spare time, I volunteered for a variety of organizations in a desire to help make the world just a little bit better. I was the public relations person for Utah's Junior Miss, which is now known as Distinguished Young Woman of Utah. I worked in the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary Kit Nursery during its pilot program year. I helped feed and care for baby kittens so that they could grow healthy and be adopted into homes. I helped with the local food bank, and I did other programs at my full-time job like heading up the Painathon, food drives, and sub for Santa donations. I had a good life, but something felt like it was missing. In all honesty, I struggled because all I'd ever wanted was to be a wife and mother and raise a family, and it seemed that was not going to happen for me. The day came where I had an experience that led me to becoming a foster parent. I'd never even considered fostering before, but once I learned about it, the idea wouldn't leave me. I said a prayer and asked my Heavenly Father to guide me. This decision would change my life. Over the time I've been a foster parent, I've had nine children come into my home. This experience not only gave me the opportunity to become a mother, but it opened my heart and I grew in ways I'd never expected. Fostering was amazing and great, and it's one of the best things I've ever done. Yet it was also heartbreaking, challenging, and it tried me to the core. I've been blessed to become the adoptive mother of two beautiful daughters who are my pride and joy. I hope to share with you more about my foster care experiences in the future. The work I was doing in foster care gave me the desire to go back to school. In 2015, I started at Salt Lake Community College where I earned an associate's degree in psychology. And then I went on to enroll at the University of Utah. Go Utes! After 20 years and a bit of a detour, I finally attended there and earned my bachelor's degree.
this time also in psychology. Since graduating in 2020, due to the pandemic, I didn't go down the path that I originally predicted. Instead, a few other things happened which have brought me to where I am today. During the COVID pandemic, my entire world changed as it did for many of you. Without going into the specifics, something happened in the summer of 2021 that led me to being diagnosed with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, otherwise known as ADHD. This was a bit of a shock and did take some time to process, but the knowledge empowered me in many ways. It gave me purpose, a voice, options that I didn't even know I needed, and overall, it gave me a sense of peace with the person I am. It wasn't an easy adjustment. Going through that process of trying to figure out medications and treatment, it was hard. And it led to an impulsive decision that ended up hurting someone I cared about very much. And I was filled with shame and guilt. I hated myself. I thought I would never do something like I had done. And the guilt consumed me and I didn't know how to go forward. Or if I even wanted to. Thankfully, I had two beautiful daughters that depended on me, which gave me the push that I needed. I had been basically hiding in my home for a few days. But on that Sunday, we had our primary program. And for those of you that don't know, this is the annual program our congregation does each year where the children present music and talk. I was one of the teachers, so not only did I have to go for them, but I had to sit up on the stand and help them. As the meeting was opening and we were preparing to partake of the sacrament, I opened up my phone to find a gospel talk to read. When I opened the gospel library app, there already was a talk open. It was by Thomas S. Monson. As I read the words that were on my screen, I felt the spirit in a way I never had before. I felt completely loved. Now, before I go forward, I want to clarify this. I knew that he loved his children. I knew that he loved everyone. I knew that he loved you. But for some reason, I struggled to believe that his love applied to me. Not because of him, but because of me. Experiences in my life had given me the impression that I wasn't worthy of that kind of love. I doubted that I was capable of being truly loved. In all honesty, I'm a bit surprised I'm sharing this. But I'm trying to be more open about my insecurities and how I've been feeling for a very long time. That day, the rest of church was a blur. I don't really remember anything for the next two hours. After coming home, I fed my children and started our daily quiet time. I opened my notebook that I use for the Inklings Institute. If you do not know what this is, I highly recommend you look it up. Emily Bell Freeman hosts a weekly discussion related to a talk from our church's general conference along with scripture study. As I was listening to that week's devotional, the topic was on grace. In the middle of that devotional, I again felt the spirit surround me, and it is like I could hear the words whispering to me, I love you. These experiences on that single day changed me. Feeling the love from my Heavenly Father instilled a sense of peace and confidence within me that I had never known before. 
here we are about nine months later, and I am no longer the same person. I felt my father's forgiveness for the poor choice that I had made, and I knew that he loved me. I felt a sense of peace and hope, and I felt driven to strengthen my testimony and build a deeper relationship with my Savior. I craved my time in the scriptures. The more I consumed his words and knowledge, the more I wanted. In the past, it had been so easy to not have time. But then, all of a sudden, time was available to me to read the scriptures. I made it. The thing is, the more I read and the more I felt, my heart changed. I felt this desire to forgive grudges I had held on to from my past. And I noticed a change in my current relationships. I have never felt as much peace in my life as I have recently. And for that, I am grateful. I'm not going to say that I'm perfect. I'm not going to say that life is perfect. There are still challenges. But the more I try to be like him and the more I strive to let him prevail in my life, the more I've been able to let go of anxiety, frustrations, and the negative things that hold me back. The more progress I see in myself, the happier I am. Something to keep in mind, though, is that when you feel like you want to try to live more like the Savior, He's going to test your willingness and dedication to this idea. For a few years, I have felt impressions that the Lord wanted to use my voice for a purpose. I've tried a few different things, but in all honesty, nothing's felt right. I kind of just let it go from my mind. But then, just prior to Christmas, I had friends say things to me that reminded me of the promptings that I had received in the past. Instead of trying to figure it out on my own this time, I decided to ask him what it was that he had in mind for me. And if you ask, he will answer. You just have to prepare yourself for whatever answer he's going to give you. I believe he wanted me to share my story and some of my life experiences to help others. The idea of a podcast was shared by a friend in the past, and when I prayed, it immediately felt right. I'll admit to being resistant for a few months, but here I am. I'm trying something new, something that terrifies me. We'll see how it goes. As I prayed for what to pick for a theme for the podcast, I received another direct answer. Three times, actually, in one weekend. To focus on being an ally and advocate. To help people understand that just because something is different, it doesn't mean it's scary or bad. Instead, I want to focus on helping people understand that differences are an excellent opportunity to learn to grow, and to open ourselves to new friendships. I want to empower people to love themselves, to see themselves through a new lens, and most importantly, empowering people to make more room at the table. So for every person you meet, there is a place for them to sit. As this podcast continues, I plan to have episodes offered every other week. Some episodes will just be myself sharing stories and experiences from my life to help you consider new ideas and thoughts. Other ones will have guests who will have a story to share that will help you see things from the perspective that they've learned 
and help us learn how to love better, to find purpose when things aren't going as we might hope, or to understand a viewpoint that might be different than the one you have always had. Thank you for being here with me today. I look forward to continuing this discussion next time. I hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave me a review wherever you are listening. And if you could, I'd love it if you would share this episode with friends and others who might be interested in this topic. I look forward to having you join me in two weeks for the next one. The easiest way to know when I have a new episode is to subscribe. So go over there and click that button. Until that time, please get in touch. I love hearing feedback and getting to know my listeners. Seriously, it is like making new friends. You can get in touch by visiting my website at letyourheartgrow.com where you can leave comments or stop by my social media accounts. Come chat. Let me know what topics you would like to see covered in future episodes and let me get to know you better. Thanks again. And we'll see you soon.